God, look at this one long hair I have right here. I'm sorry. Sorry. All right. Anyway, welcome to episode <laughs> one of the Sopranopedia podcast, guys. Uh, thanks for the six viewers we have at the moment. Um, and it's still only showing me two or three on the list, so I don't know how that works. I'm assuming the other ones aren't logged in or whatever. But anyway, thanks for hanging out. Um, yeah. I don't know when I'm going to do the audio thing because... I, I know you can pay for, like, SoundCloud, and uh, I, I don't know if you... Do you have to pay for Podbean? Yes, I do pay for Podbean. Okay, so I know a way to up, upload every episode of whatever podcast you want for free. But it's right. a whole long process, and it requires, like, three different accounts on three different websites, and then linking them all together. I know, it's a pain, it's a pain in the ass. But the, the thing is, once you set it all up, then you're good to go. So... I, I have to do that. I haven't done it yet. And I'm going to test it with, like, one of my old episodes when I used to do the one-man show podcast. Yeah, so, that's fine. Uh, and then if that works, then that's what I'll do. Otherwise, I, I kind of want to avoid paying for SoundCloud because it's, like, $150 a year. But Yeah, I know. It's, it's, but they it's give you unlimited it's, – it's unlimited space, though. Like, without that, they only let you hold, like – they only hold, like, four episodes, I think. So, like, yeah. if you already have four, and then when you add episode five, it'll delete the oldest and add the newest. Which I this guess is a lot of, okay. this is a lot inside baseball for those that have never done podcasts before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, all right. So, so basically, what we're gonna do, and tonight this might go a little bit long because uh, we're just kind of starting out and introducing. Our- I have no issues going long. The podcasts I usually do are usually ninety minutes, but I know Joe is not typically a fan of ninety minute podcasts, so it's gonna be me not completely rambling. For it, de- it depends on what it. End. It depends on what it is like. Like this, I, I feel like like we talked about this a couple weeks ago. But I feel like if this sh- if we talk about each episode on on this podcast and we yeah. go for like an hour, then you might as well just watch the show. And why are we doing this podcast? That should be the tagline. <laughs> like at some point after how many weeks? <laughs> after how many weeks we're gonna get through the Sopranos? We'll just go through another another show like this. And the tagline should be like if it's if it's under if it's over an hour, just watch the episode or just watch the show. <laughs> after this, we're gonna do Breaking Pod, which will be all Breaking. Yeah, pod. exactly. Or the, break, the Breaking Media podcast. Yes. Uh, so anyway, I'm thinking. Um, I, well, I like Breaking Pod because it's short, three letters, and it's like Breaking Bad, Breaking Pod. Oh, that's clever. One one syllable. I like that. Uh, so anyway, so so we're gonna do uh, basically like I don't want to review every detail about the episode because I'm assuming a lot of people have seen it. Uh, right. So we don't really have to do that. Like we don't have to get super detailed, but like like I said, like a like a very quick gist of what the episode is. But before we get into that, uh, Joe, well, do, I, well, do well let me let me let me finish explaining. Um, let me finish explaining first what we're gonna do uh, going forward because I want to get that out of the way. Uh, so, so basically we, we, we'll, we'll just tell our own like kind of thoughts and stuff about each episode. And, and like I said, we don't think it's super detailed because I don't want to go too long, but we're hoping to keep the regular episodes other than tonight, maybe to like 20, 30 minutes, which is going to be difficult because both of us are talkers. Um, (laughs) but, uh, so, so anyway, um, so we're going to do each week will be different episode. Obviously today we'll start up episode one. And then when we get to episode 86, I don't know what we'll do for the following week after that. Or I was thinking we might throw shows in between that are not specifically about an episode, just so we could do chat room stuff or questions or whatever. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, sure. So if you guys want to follow the show Twitter, it's at Sopranopedia on Twitter and Sopranopedia at gmail.com for, like, questions or, like, stories or, like, hey, it would be cool if, like, you guys mentioned this or whatever. Like, that would be cool. So... Uh, Sopranopedia at gmail.com is the email, and it's Sopranopedia on Twitter is the, well, the Twitter. So, I guess before we get started about the episode, I'm going to tell a quick story about my dad and how it relates to Tony Soprano, or, uh, to James, to the, to the Sopranos, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't, I think, well, I told you this story. I actually said this in my father's eulogy last year. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if I told you the first part, which is... Uh, I'm convinced that my father and Gandolfini's father were either friends, or they oh, somehow, no. or they somehow knew each other. No, because, I've never heard that before. Because they they originally lived in Westwood, New Jersey, which is the town next to where my parents live, and Emerson, New Jersey, and uh, <laughs> and um, so it's like I I feel like I well I know that his father when I when I worked at when they moved to Park Ridge, which is where Gandolfini went to high school, Park Ridge High School. Really? Uh, which is, yep. I have no idea. That's where his funeral was held also, at Robert Spears' funeral home in Park Ridge. Um, sugar. I know his father came in a couple times to rent movies from me when I worked at the video store in Park Ridge, and I only knew that because 
I recognized the name from like True Romance and like the Mexican and stuff. Because right, right, James right. Gandolfini was in those, and I recognized the last name. I never said anything like, "Oh, your your kid's great" or whatever. Because I always felt weird about like kind of marking out for him. Yeah. Oh, that's loud. Loud that I just laugh like that. No, whatever. Sorry. You just moved around. Now you're off. Now you're off. Camera. Oh, I'm sorry. I just moved yeah, my you're, camera. I was trying you're to good, out. right? You're good, right there. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so um, so that part is weird. I don't. I never found out if that was true or if that's just in my head. But he's when when Gandolfini's father died, it was in the paper. It was in the local paper because he's from the area. And uh, right. my father was like super, like not upset, like in tears, but he was bummed out about it. So I kind of had this idea that he must know him or he must have known him or something. Or he'd met him a few times and, like, thought he was a good dude. I don't know. But anyway, so the other story about that is uh, when James Gandolfini died, um, so every so I, whatever, I would go out. I was still living with my parents at the time. I would go out do whatever. When I came home, my father was always sitting in, like, his recliner. His chair. Yep. His Archie Bunker chair, I used to call it. And then, uh, so, so when I would come home, he would always say, like, hey, pal. And then he would go to bed or whatever. Uh, sometimes he'll wait up, wait up for me. Sometimes he wouldn't, but, uh, it was always, I would usually come home and he was usually already asleep in the chair. <laughs> so, so this is, so, uh, June, whatever it was, June 19th, I think 20, 2013 or whatever day Gandolfini died, June 6th, maybe something like that. Um, so I came home and my father was in his chair, but he was like awake, like waiting up for me. Right. And, uh, and he's, he, I, I came home and I was like, and I had just heard about Gandolfini's death, like an hour beforehand. Uh, I was actually, I was on Route 17 in Paramus, uh, like two miles from the Bada Bing with my buddy Dave and his wife. And uh, we were driving and I, I remember I was in the back seat and I saw it on Twitter. I was like, holy shit. And uh, it's that like, was so sad. it was one of those things where like, you know where you were when JFK died or like, you know, you know where you were when like the Twin Towers got, you know, knocked down. Like I knew where I was when Gandolfini died, which is weird. It's weird to me. It, it's it culturally makes sense. <laughs> well, I'm Italian. I'm from the area. I mean, I actually went right, exactly the the night that he. Oh, I wish I had this picture here. I could show it on the on the stream. But the night that he died, I went to the Bada Bing to oh, see right. if they already had. If they, the, yeah, um, they had farewell boss or whatever on the thing on the on the yeah. marquee, uh, which I'll put a picture of that on the Twitter actually. Um, so anyway, so I come home. Uh, I see my father. Hey, Dad, how you doing? My father gets up out of his chair and looks me right in the eyes, like like a, with puppy dog eyes, and he's like. Joseph, Tony Soprano died. And I'm like, I, I like, I know, Dad, I heard. And he's like, okay, now I'm going to bed. And he went to bed. And that was it. But, like, in my head, I always wondered, like, does he know who James Gandolfini is? Or does he only know Tony Soprano? And does he not ever, not acknowledge, like, like does he not acknowledge James Gandolfini? And, like, the like for example, like, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't know who Sylvester Stallone is. He just knows Rocky Stallone. That's that's what he calls him. What? Rocky, Rocky Stallone. Stallone? Yep, that's I he, he never, always called. I never heard that. Before. Yeah, he always called him Rocky Stallone. He never, he, like he doesn't know Sylvester Stallone, or he doesn't know that it's just a character. I don't know. But I always thought, like from that day, I'm like, does he know that Tony Soprano was the character? Like, yeah, I guess the character died, but like the guy died. Like, I don't know. It was it was it was hilarious. It wasn't really? funny. Like, I didn't laugh at him, but like when he when he went to yeah. bed, I was like, what just happened there? The the best part about that is the understanding that maybe his father and your father went to school together. So it would be like if, let's just say... Not, went, not went to school together, but I think they knew each other, because my father oh. went to school in Brooklyn. But I, oh, okay. but, I, but I think that they knew each other once the Gandolfinis moved to Westwood, which yeah. is only a half a mile, three quarters of a mile from my parents' house. You know, Chuck Gandolfini gave birth <laughs> to James Gandolfini somewhere, and your father um, uh, just lived his life and went... Whatever happened to that Gandolfini kid? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then when he goes to you, he's like, Anthony Soprano died. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? He was, um, he was so serious, though. Joseph, Tony Soprano died. <laughs> was he even a big fan of the show? I mean, I, oh, yeah. Think, oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he watched it every single week. This, is, this ties into my story. See, uh, my roots are very heavy in uh, New Jersey as well. So I remember going to my, uh, it was either my Aunt Ruth or my Aunt Louise's um, uh, wake, actually. This is, it's so strange, it's tied into deaths like that. Um, and so I remember it happened, and they, they had it in Little Ferry. And um, we get there, and I'm maybe, maybe 14 or 15, you know, this is 2001. 
and all I hear going around and um, the wake was very like like she was she was a an old girl like she 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 lived a full life and um, all anybody could talk about there other than her past was like you know they shot the Sopranos right over there like it's like do you watch it it was like yeah they were over there like that's all they talked about is the fact that like the Sopranos like they they did a scene over there where 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 uh, you know uh, Adriana you know got her hair done you know what I mean like something so like unrelated and yeah. all I think of myself was like you know a lady died and I, <laughs> I, I hadn't watched the show at the time I didn't get into it until I was an adult um, yeah, yeah and I remember at the time I felt it was very obnoxious um, <laughs> because it was it was so big and I was a contrarian and I and it was like I, I didn't like New York and I didn't like uh you know, like I, th- I thought there was really, and I worked for an Italian restaurant, so any kind of portrayal of Italians would be like, "Oh, they stu- oh, get on my nerves." You know, what I mean? <laughs> that's what we do. That's it it crazy, you know. So um, that that's that's my story about the Sopranos. Just uh, going, <laughs> my dad loved the show, um, and then I, I remember telling my dad, and he'd be like, "Oh, that's great. You know, you're watching it now." And I'm like, "Yeah." So like, I remember you telling me about that. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. So it's um it is very funny. And then when you came to me and you were like, Hey, and, and you've been going, I've wanted to do podcasts for so long now. I'm like, well, I'll figure it out. And we t- I remember throwing ideas out to you, and you're like, Oh, it's a good idea. And then you finally just went to me, you know, let's do this. And I was like, Yeah, let, let's let's get yeah, ball, I've, I've, I've been trying to get a Sopranos podcast going for a really long time, and I just never I didn't want to do a one man thing because I've already done the one man show. Uh, right. I just couldn't think of, of, like, who would want to co-host with me. And then it clicked, like, whatever, a month ago. Like, dude, me and Chris talk about the show all the time. Like, I know. reference, like, quotes and scenes and shit like that. Why not you, man? Like, you're the perfect fucking guy for me, to be honest. Right. And, and on record, Joe, you're my best friend in the entire world. And there's not one person I would want to not do this podcast with. So. Well, I appreciate we it. Should, <laughs> we should really definitely get going. Uh, I have a little cheat sheet. But yeah, me I'll, too. I do too. I, I want to read a really quick line from a review yeah. that I read before about the pilot episode, which is obviously the first episode. Yeah. Um, so it says uh, a chubby, long-haired, in quotes, <laughs> like because Gandolfini's hair was a lot longer in the pilot than. Oh, it was very full. <laughs> right. That, yeah, that's a better way to put it. But it says a chubby, full-haired Anthony Soprano gazes at. So this is like when it first opened when when it first opens and he's in her he's in the psychiatrist's office. Right. Uh, chubby lawyer Anthony Soprano gazes at the statue of a maternal figure in psychiatrist's office. He's interrupted when Doctor Jennifer Mel- Melfi opens the door and ushers him through, and so the greatest TV show ever made begins. I love that. Oh, I love that a... last line, man. Oh man, that's like the best. So my cheat sheet up here, um, when um. Ange and her brother were doing their Game of Thrones podcast. They had up a list of everybody that you met and everybody that died in the episode. Oh, uh, they don't have it for everybody that, that you meet. I wish I had um, thought of that an hour ago. <laughs> I would have just taken notes. Well, no, I have notes of everybody who's introduced. Um, Perfect. And, and um, realistically, at the end, um, we'll, we'll get to it, obviously. Uh, there was only one death. Um, but um oh, I'm just gonna... oh you know what i i love that guy too oh email <laughs> that's my I, I was angela was watching this with me earlier when i watched the first episode and i was like dude the funniest fucking part of that whole episode is that he keeps calling him email, email. and every time he says it he corrects him and he keeps saying email. it anyway email or email whatever the hell it yeah is. and he, he keeps correcting him and he keeps saying it wrong i love that part what are you uh, oh, what are you czechoslovakian isn't that kind of polack <laughs> Yeah, what kind of Polak are you? He's like, oh, it's a different country, asshole. And he's like, we emigrated there when I was like seven. Yeah. Um, so all of my notes are for, because this is the first time I'm doing a show and I've put on the captions. So that way I don't miss a damn thing that goes Yeah, on. I never thought about that. That's such a good idea. Yeah, uh, because like... Wait, okay, so, did, so you, did you see, or did you watch it before I texted you about the Meadow thing? Yes, yes, I watched it last All right, week. so you didn't, so you may not have, no. I wonder, I wonder if that's in the closed captions, or if they try to cover it up. <laughs> I, um, I, I wouldn't have looked at it, and I probably would have just spaced out at the end. Yeah. Um, so the, the first real notes I have for this, like I said, a real quote, um, and, and I'll, I'll stop at a certain point, and then we'll just discuss this. So the yeah. notes I got, like, Tony's introduced, lesser accent. His accent oh, is yeah. not 
as heavy in this in this pile. That's yep. for damn sure. Neither is he, actually, dude. He's much thinner. Oh man, yeah, he is definitely right. like like later on. Um, okay, then Doctor Melfi's introduced. First time you see Doctor Melfi. Wait, hold uh, on, hold on one sec. Was was uh, was Bobby Bacala on this episode at all, or no? No, no, he's not. I marked out every single major character that debuted. This okay, because I, I found I, I found a I found a quote that I want to mention about him. Okay. Where he, he so Steven Sharippa played Bobby Bacala. So yeah. uh, he wore a fat suit the first like three seasons, I think it was. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, he, he said in some magazine, I don't know, I think it was Variety it was, that he said I was barely bigger than Gandolfini, so I just wore a fat suit. But it, but then the funniest part of the thing was like the next sentence was by, uh, by season four, uh, David Chase, the producer, thought I was fat enough on my own, so he let me get rid of the fat suit. That's the greatest fucking quote. Or David, I mean, he talked about that when he was on Rogan. He did a whole thing. Oh, really? Rogan. Oh, that's funny. Oh, it's well, I didn't realize that. Um, Bobby Bacala, uh, Stephen, I, I forget his last Shrippa, name. Stephen Shrippa. Yeah, he was like um, a book, or not a bookie, but he was like a manager in a Vegas casino, and he knew Frank Sinatra and shit. Oh, really? Like, I didn't know that. Check out that episode. I know is you're that, like, is well, that on Rogan's podcast? Yeah, it's a pretty well known. Like, no. You can find all these clips about it. I'll check. So that anyway, out. so anyway, um, so Tony goes out and gets the paper. Uh, during there's a lot of which they don't do a lot in the regular series. There's a lot of narration over talking. I um, like that a lot. Yeah, I like the the uh, like the him him doing the narration thing reminds me of like almost like a throwback to Goodfellas. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Maybe that's what they were, the tone they were trying to set. Right, um, and I and I like I like that they didn't do like him talking about everything. They didn't just show him talking to Melfi about it. Like this happened, and yeah. it, like they actually show video of it and like him right. narrating over it. But it's like, like you know, watching it as a television episode, it's narration. But if you're wrapped up in the story, it's just him talking to a psychiatrist, and they sure. just, they're just showing like flashbacks of this shit. I just thought it was like a cool like kind of homage to Goodfellas. So he goes and gets the paper. And I, I told you the date yesterday. It says June 17th, 1998. Right. And I for, forever I thought they shot this pilot in 1996 because later on when they're at the volleyball game from Meadow, it says like something, something, 1996. I realized it said like state champions, 1996. I'm yeah, like, no, I'm a fucking dumbass. The, the, <laughs> the first, the, the premiere episode was June 10th, 1999. Oh, okay. Wow. So they shot a whole, uh, or they shot parts of it a whole year earlier. Yeah, they just, uh, or they just saved the newspaper. They, they could have easily just saved the newspaper. <laughs> um, the Soprano family's introduced. You meet Meadow, and you meet Carmella, and you meet, uh, you meet Anthony. And Actually, you know what? It, it was January 10th, 99 that it started, not June. Oh, okay. Because it started shortly after. I remember, I remember like, seeing the previews for an HBO, and I was like, man, I can't wait till after. Like, usually I'm like, oh, Christmas is coming. Great. But now that, that year, I was like, I can't wait till after Christmas. Can you imagine you had all the expectations for that show and it lived and far exceeded every expectation oh, I had? Oh, God. And I still watch it. It's been gone. I know. This is 20 years that it's been gone. Uh, the, yes, Anthony's 13th birthday. Uh, you can or tell this pilot. 20 years start, I should say. Not 20 years has been gone. 20 years right. since it started. Um, uh, you uh, they realize this pilot is so nice. They're talking about Skeet Ulrich and Sally Jesse Raphael <laughs> parts. <laughs> Yo, I wonder. Like, I wonder if they ever brought up the fact that, like, June seventeenth, ninety eight, or June seventeenth is AJ's birthday. Like, I don't remember if there was other birthday ep uh, other episodes where they mentioned his birthday, but it was. It's like they never made a big deal about the date on the newspaper. So right. I always, wa I always wondered if there was like consistency there, because like, I, I would imagine that they're not, they're not thinking like, oh, everyone watching this is gonna, you know, make sure that they make note of the date on the newspaper that right. day. Right. I never noticed it, and then I I just decided I was like I'm gonna pause this newspaper, see it. I can see it clear as day. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, so then they go through. Uh, you finally get introduced to Christopher, who at this time is still living with his mother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like um, he's not like he, he mentions that he's like sick or whatever. And I'm trying to think about how he's related to Tony, and it always says he's his nephew, but um, he's not Janice's son. No, he's like he's, uh... father sister, right? No, he's um, Carmela's uh, cousin. Oh, he's on Carmela's yeah, he's, side. He's I didn't some, even think of that. I don't know. I don't know if they ever actually explained it, other than just that it's Carmela's cousin. So he's really Tony's cousin by marriage. But like oh, the okay. relationship, they explain that part down the line where he says he's yeah. not really my uncle. He's more. He's my cousin's husband. So it's like cousins by marriage. But the kind of relationship they have is like kind of father figure slash uncle and kind of son slash nephew. 
Hey, did you notice this? He's not with Adriana at any part, but Adriana but is she's the She's in uh, the first episode. Yeah. yeah. She I actually, I, I read something about that. Um, she was, they didn't, they didn't have a character name for her because they weren't going to use her as a regular cast member because okay. David Chase thought she wasn't Italian enough. <laughs> she's Italian. <What>? She's Italian. <laughs> her name is Di Matteo. She's 100%. I think, but she's Jesus. a but but that was the deal. He didn't want to. He didn't want to uh, Booker or Booker. He didn't want to. Well, Booker, yeah, for for a full time deal because he thought she wasn't Italian enough. And then once the show got picked up, they were like, okay, yeah. let's use her. So she, I never actually realized that, and it made me think of later down the line when she started working for for yeah. Artie at the restaurant. Like she already worked there in the first episode. Nobody knew it. Right. Um... So then, at some point, they uh, they they're driving down the road, and they see Mahaffey, and he's the he's the first victim. And that whole sequence of them running him down is so great. And then I didn't realize when he backs him over, and we can talk about your old job in a second. But when he backs him over, and his leg is broken. He's like, everything's fine. He nearly just punches him right in the fucking dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he punched him in the in the leg, the thigh, or something like that. Oh, like, I thought he punched was, him. It right was in above the dick. where the where the the pants were ripped open. Oh, he's like, you're right, and my leg's broken. Oh, here, bam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that 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 was filmed outside of my old job. I wasn't working there at the time, uh, right. but I recognized that as soon as I watched the first episode in '99, I was like, yeah. holy shit, I used to work there. And uh, in fact, I do a Crazy. I do a live uh, radio show slash podcast on Monday nights, and I pass that building every week on that same street to get there. Unbelievable, dude. Can't even even imagine. So they meet up, and um, obviously it's explained. Uh, Tony's in waste management consultant. He goes and <laughs> yep. he's meeting up with the whole crew. And in one fucking scene, they introduce and is shown. They introduce Paulie, uh, Big Pussy, Silvio, Uncle Junior, and Artie Bucco, all in one scene. Not in front of Satriales either. It's a, it's a it's, it's a different Centani's. Centani's. I think that was that the only episode that they used. Did they change it right away? I imagine Satriales? so, because I, I even think Cetriales is even in the uh, the intro. Um, for those interested that don't live on the East Coast and don't drive the New Jersey Turnpike regularly, it, del- it still does say drive safely on those towers <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Linden. Yeah. <laughs> so. I was just at, uh, you saw the picture, I was just at Cetriales a couple months ago where, uh, where, yeah, yeah. where they filmed the movie. I got. I actually have no idea where Cetriales is. Well, I don't know where the real one is, or the one whatever they used in the in the the show. But there was uh, for for the for the upcoming movie, they set up uh, they set up shop in Patterson, so oh, okay. a mile and a half well, from the house. Yeah, a mile and a half right. from the house. And uh, me and Angela drove there a couple months ago. I took a picture. I got yelled at by uh, movie set security because I was on. Get the, out of here. <laughs> I was on the. Uh, the guy was beeping his horn at me. I'm like, I'm trying to take a picture, and I'm on the set. Like you've seen the picture. It's me, like on the left side yeah. with the Satriel sign, uh, back on this side. Uh, where they set it up. Oh man. And it's so, funny because it was in May and right. I guess I guess in the in the movie it's gonna be in a winter scene because there's fake snow all over the place. And, oh really? And, and I posted huh. I posted yeah you can see it in the picture. I posted the photo and people responded to the picture saying, Dude, it's May. Why do you guys have snow? <laughs> and I'm like, well, uh it does say it's a movie set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's 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 what is it? Is it called the Saints of Newark? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, the Many Saints of Newark, I think. The Many Saints of Newark uh, actually taking place in Patterson. So parts of it, uh, they, they filmed some in Newark, some in Patterson, yeah, some I, I'm in sure. LA. Uh, so then we get introduced to Tony's mother. Uh, Tony tries so hard with his mom, and she just is the <laughs> such a crone. You know what I mean? Like just like. I like, hey, I got you a CD player. I don't oh, want it. it. Yeah. Ah, just, I don't want he ex- it. He explains at some point to Melfi about how, with his father, that when he was there, he was garbage. Just trash. And now that he's gone, he was a saint. Yeah, and just yeah. like, it's it's totally on uh, portrayal here in the scene where he's just trying to get his mom to come to Anthony Jr.'s birthday party. Uh, she's like, I'll meet if I get, I'll meet if I get a ride, you know. And he's like, I'll come down Uncle June, and, and then <laughs> I love, dude, I love when when before they before he gives the CD player, and he's like, uh, he's like, did you did you call so and so whatever? And she's like, oh, no, no. She goes, someone called here last night late, <laughs> and he, uh, after dark. That's right. And she, yeah. someone called after dark, and he goes, who was it, Ma? He's like. I, don't, I didn't answer the phone. I, I, I didn't answer the phone. It was dark. it was dark out. He's like, "What the hell does that mean?" 
Like answering the phone is like an audio thing. Like dark yeah. is like a setting. That doesn't make any sense. That's so fucking... I don't answer the phone like, when it's this... dark out. Oh the fucking my God. concept of not answering the phone in the dark. Uh, so his mother no shows Anthony Juniors is where we get the famous uh, what no fucking oh, ZD now. That was the best part. What no fucking ZD now? And what's great is I, he sets it up even with mother. You're gonna come and you're gonna make your ZD and it's gonna be great. And Anthony gets there and it's just. What no fucking Z now? And I'll go and and um, you get introduced to the standing next to the priest. <laughs> yeah, I forget the priest's name. Like um, I, I didn't write his name down because it, I mean, was it the? It was the same priest through the whole series. I thought that was a different guy in that episode. No, I think he's the same. Well, we'll find out. Oh, Father, um, Father Phil. Father Phil. Okay, so he's introduced right there. Um, that guy's so actually then, that guy's dating a porn star now. For the last oh. few, last like three or four years. Well, she retired a long time ago, but they're dating now. Anyway. Well, this is where you get your first uh, panic attack by um, by Tony. It goes down. Uh, it, it gets He gets an MRI. And Carmella comes in, and then she very sweetly tells me, well, that's that's the difference between us, Tony. You gotta go to hell when you die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Yep. Like, you forget. Like, that, that comes up in episodes later, though, I think. Like, they, uh, no, I, I, they I, I that. Does. Oh, my God. So this is when uh, uh, you move on. And um, throughout the episode, there's talk of these Kolob brothers and trying to get uh, this thing done in New York, um, this waste management, like these uh, these Czechoslovakians are taking over. Oh, you know what? One, one quick thing I want to backtrack a little bit. When, sure. When, uh, when the priest, there's, there's one scene where the priest is on the, is on the, uh, the couch with Carmela, and he's yeah. like, and they're talking about movies or whatever. Yeah. And he says... Where does Tony rank Goodfellas? And they never answered. It's never answered. It drives me insane. And you'll never find out. I know. Like, what the hell, man? It's crazy. Maybe maybe David Chase will be at the convention. I can ask him. There you go. Oh, there you go. That'd be perfect. But there, so there was another is... scene. I mean, there was another, uh, not a scene. There was another, um, another uh, line, another uh, reference, I guess. So when Chris was talking earlier and he says, my cousin Gregory went to Booten High School, Booten, or lives in Booten or whatever, and uh, yeah. his his girlfriend's a, a, a distribution, or a, whatever you call it, a D-girl distribution girl. That's why he calls him Harry Hill. <laughs> for, for some Hollywood thing. And uh, and that's like another cool thing, because that doesn't get referenced for like four more seasons. Oh, yeah. Plants, like, early seeds. It's yeah, so there's a lot of stuff. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, so then this is where we get the, um, the big thing. Uh, Junior wants to whack Pussy Magdalena. Uh, I think I said that wrong. Yeah. Um, at, uh, Vesuvio's. Did I say that right? No, he said it wrong. Vesuvio's said it right. The other one was, uh, Ma yeah. Maga. I can never say it. Pussy Magdalena. Okay, Maga, so I don't feel so bad. Whatever the fuck. But they want to do it at Vesuvio's. And, um, Magdalena, you know, yes. <laughs> Pussy Magdalena. Mal Malagna. Yeah, so, whatever. uh, it's, this is it's where... little Pussy Malanga, I think is what it is. There we go. Um, so this is this is kind of like the conflict with the whole episode. They don't want to do it at Artie's. You know what I mean? They, you know, Tony likes yeah, they, Right. They were going to do it at the restaurant. Uncle Junior wanted to do it, and he didn't want him to. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> so this is where we get uh, the conflict of Meadow and uh, Carmela. The episode, she runs out of the house with an AK-47 <laughs> <laughs> to stop Meadow from breaking out. <laughs> and uh, cancels her trip to Aspen. And she and fucking she points it up at her at the house, and she's climbing out of her window or whatever, or climbing yeah. back in, whatever it was. <laughs> fucking AK forty seven. Jesus Christ! An AK forty seven is a gun that was used during a Cold War by the Soviets. Yeah. <laughs> and Bonnie was able to get one and bring it to Caldwell, New Jersey. <laughs> Christ oh, Almighty. Um. This is where we find out that Dr. Melfi is Xerna uh, and uh, Tony is Avelino. What side of the boot are you from? That's where he goes. What side um, of the boot are you from? That's uh, sh actually shortly after the, the AK-47 scene, they cut to uh, to Christopher and Pussy dumping that email guy in the dumpster. Yes. And and <laughs> Christopher turns Pussy around. Pussy is the smartest man alive. Chris I determined Christopher turns around and he goes, Louis Brackey sleeps Louis with Brackey. And fucking Pussy's like... Luca Brasi, oh. Luca Brasi, okay. Maggie, <laughs> stop. Hilarious. Oh my god! <laughs> like it's so great because it's just like it's it's such a trope, you know what I mean? Like a mobster trope. And Pussy's like, first off, shut the fuck up, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he's like, and he's and he tells him he's like, I'll take care of this, you idiot. 
like, we'll bring up the Staten Island, we'll cut them up, and then we'll be prying up. And I'm like, pussy, you are the smartest man alive. <laughs> um, I'm never going so to, I'm not going to eat at this deli for a while. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they try to take uh, Tony's mom to a uh, nursing <laughs> retirement home. Retirement community. community. Yeah, retirement community. <laughs> Tony goes down again. Um, this is when he cuts back and he goes back to Melfi. And this is this is how you can tell this pilot was going to frame the show to be a little different because it's almost this you know kind of Godfather three once I was out they pulled me back in kind of thing where yeah, Tony yeah, yeah. almost seems like he's in this thing and he doesn't know how to be like a regular person that that gets totally abandoned you know right, um, right. maybe for the best to be perfectly honest is this, um, is this where he starts crying about the ducks yes is the ducks is, left the, yeah and, then, and that's what I said like he's like I'm worried about my family what they're getting into. And it's like, it, which is funny because at the same time, Tony apparently in this pilot episode is the most known man in New Jersey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Melfi's out and she's she's going to get dinner with some oh, stiff. Oh, with her fucking boyfriend or whatever. That guy yeah. was never in any other well, episode. I don't even know who that was. Oh, you know that is? You know what I mean? Like, I guess I, you, you know, do know. He said hello to you. And then they get their table right away and he's like, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, what's great is that... Um, uh, they also set up basically that it, it, it seems like Junior's the head of whatever crime family they they haven't named yet. No mention of Jackie and Frio. Well, they haven't. You know I mean? They haven't. Me- they haven't named it, but it ended up being the Brad. I mean, the DeMeo family. Yeah, the DeMeo family. Yeah, <laughs> that, that. Was um, So, um, and it's also at this point, I'm almost positive that Melfi knows that this waste management deal is a front. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows. Yeah. Yeah, that's, she's, yeah, that's, she's, why, she's that's why she said, like, I need to tell you that if I hear anything about murder, I got to tell somebody. Right. Well, the first time I saw this, I thought she was just being like, look, you know, I don't want to assume anything. Yeah, but after like, watching, she knows that this is a work. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? yeah, yeah. She knows he's Italian, too. So, I mean, that's, yeah. that's what we do. Um, so then Hesh is introduced for the first time. You know what I mean? Um, and they, they, they orchestrate the mafia scam with the fake claims. Genius. This oh, the, is such the, a good the, idea. The, the fake tickets? Yes. Oh no no. The you're talking about the um, yeah the yeah like the the, the medical the medical yeah yeah medical claims insurance yeah. claims yeah. Yeah, that is so good when it comes to just like trying trying to get stuff out of it. Where like he even tells Hesh like, this might be better than garbage. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, God, some more metal. How, how are we gonna do twenty minutes? We're already at uh thirty, just about. Uh we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, because we're just about done. Um. Then there's some more Meadow Carmella drama where, where Meadow says that she never liked going for tea and crumpets in the city. Yeah. And then her 56K <laughs> modem loads at the speed of, like, a toddler trying to eat shrimp. Like, just, like, it takes forever. And it's like, welcome to the 90s, folks. <laughs> Yo, uh, the, there was a, you know what else? Uh, there was an underlying, like, theme I noticed where, like, Tony would talk to Melfi and, like, Every time he's like, I can't talk to a psychiatrist. I can't. I can't be here. And then we yeah. come back like the next one and be like, you know what? I really can't say anything. I, I can't talk. It's impossible <laughs> for me to do this. And then we come back again. And then like, I didn't really realize until tonight when I watched this episode again that like that comes up like every like fucking fifth episode he quits and then comes back. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, man? And then <laughs> the the part where he starts crying about the ducks is also yeah. where he talks about. Uh, I had a dream that. Uh, my belly oh, button. My belly button was a uh, uh, what is it? A screwdriver or something like that? It was a film set. Yeah, like a film. A, a flat film screwdriver. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I the unscrewed guy that fixed it. His Lincoln. Right. I I unscrewed it and my penis fell off and I I picked it up and I was running around and I went to my mechanic to fix it. And, <laughs> I was running around with it. Yeah. Right. And as I had it up in the air, a bird swooped down and took off with it. <laughs> First like, of all, if that happened, if that happened, would you go to your mechanic or like to a doctor? I, I love the guy that used to fix my Lincoln. I went to him. That's what he said when I drove a Lincoln. Really? It's like what the fuck? It's like uh, like it's like Mick Foley's ear gets cut off in Germany, and he goes to, like the fucking lunchroom lady at the local high school. <laughs> I had to come up with the most ridiculous thing I come up with. Oh my god! But like, really? I went to the guy that used to fix my car. Is he a fucking penis reattachment doctor? The worst. The worst part is the Lincoln's like a nice car. So, like, it would have been so much better if he's like, I went to the guy who used to fix my Geo Metro. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Um, so, from there, we find out that Tony's got a shitty golf swing. Um, 
Like his like I just watch it. I'm like that is poor form, and I am not a golfer. Uh, so, um, so that's when they do the um, they go to the he goes to the uh, restaurant with his Gumar. He talks about his hat from JFK. Then he goes to yeah. the other restaurant with Carmela, and, and the JFK them, hat also comes up episodes later. Oh yeah, um, and then we find out that uh, she tells him that he's on Prozac, and she like wants to throw a parade for him. Like and he's like, can you shut the fuck up? Yeah, um, you think that's good? Yeah, she's like, I think that, she goes, I think that's great. And he's like, yeah. A minute ago, you thought it was Hannibal. He says <laughs> Hannibal lecture, not lecture, yeah. lecture. That's fucking hilarious. A minute ago, you thought I was Hannibal lecture. Uh, so then, <laughs> Vesuvio sadly blows up, and they they go and have a a barbecue, and all the cronies are just like, that's too bad, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, what are you gonna do? Like, dude, and everyone, everyone's like, oh my god! Everyone was super young too, man. I know. You know Pretty what? One, one thing I want to bring up that we that we kind of went past was uh, the the guy the guy that they beat up outside my old job, that gambler guy yeah. or whatever. Mafia. So they uh they brought him to the cliffs later on, and uh oh, that was so great. I think it was it was Hesh and was it was Pussy, right? Yeah, Hesh and Pussy, and like and the that, intimidation that, was so, so, sky high. So in the beginning, they beat him up in front of my old job, and then when they brought him to the to the um. They brought him to the cliffs. That's about a mile from my current house. Jesus Christ. That, that guy must live around here somewhere. He never God. comes over because he knows I'm Italian. Yeah, right. He's like, fuck that guy. Fuck those guys. Um, so then from there, yeah, the barbecue. Um, everybody is uh, talking, you know, and, and uh, Artie's wife, uh, Charlemagne? Or Sh- Charme- Sh- Sh- yeah. uh, Car- Charlemagne. Charmaine? Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Like the, like the ruler of Europe. Um I, I knew a woman that was named Charlemagne, actually. Um, it, it's something like that, Car- like Carmine or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, she hates being involved in these gangsters. They talked about it earlier. They turned down a a, a freaking. They a, turned down a, a free trip, a, a cruise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and the the alibi that Tony had for the cruise was so fantastic. He's like, "Oh, I work with these laborers." Yeah. She's like, "She's like, you think?" Yeah. She's like, "You think a dentist is so happy that he just gives a patient a fucking trip?" <laughs> like, I think it was yeah. like Scandinavian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's like it's like a, a theme throughout the whole series that Artie is like the little bitch boy. Like, like he was never like the cool guy in high school, but he's like so yeah. trying to be. And like he knows these fucking wise guys that right. like, come into his restaurant and he's like now he like thinks he's part of it and everything. Right. I, I like guys. Artie a lot. Like I think he's awesome. Oh, I think he's one of the best characters in the entire show. It's yep. so great. Um and then, and then at the end, set up, and it's Junior, and it's um, I think her name's Lydia, Lydia Sprout, Livia, Livia with a V, L- L- Lydia Sprout, and they're yeah. they're driving in, and um, they're, the seeds are set. They're uh, oh yeah, they're, they're, they're Tony's got to go big for his britches. Yep, that's that's the end of the episode. The Nick Lowe plays. So uh, that, that's that that's the the pilot episode of The Sopranos. Uh, it was good. <laughs> there was so. There was uh, a couple of like interesting facts I found out that some yeah, of them right. I noticed, some of them I, I never saw before. But um, I just want to bring up r- real a couple of them real quick. Um, towards the end of the episode, they're walking out. He, I guess Tony goes to pick up Sopr- uh, Soprano. Tony goes to pick up Meadow at school or whatever, and they're walking out. Yeah. And uh, and Silvio standing right there, and instead of saying like "Hello, Silvio" or Mister, his name with the character name was Silvio. Mister Don- 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 yeah, Dante. Yeah. yeah. Meadow says. Hello, Mr. Van Zant. Oh, <laughs> so and they left it in too. It's so which is the guy's real name. That's the actor's name, Stephen Van Zant. Then he just starts playing like and they just fucking left it. like glory days, like da da da. I'm assuming they left it in because it's hilarious, but like that shit was funny. <laughs> and I, I went I rewound it two times to see if I actually heard that, and I'm like, holy right. shit, that really happened. So like that one That's happened. Funny as fuck. Um I also I also read somewhere that the show overall was so realistic that they had actual mob guys that thought there was a real-life mob guy on the writing staff that was giving them ideas and stuff. Really? That I never knew. I just found that out before. That was, like, so super, like, realistic that they thought, like, oh, there must be a, a, a you know, a mob guy involved in this. Because... The best part is that, like, the mob guys who don't want to be named, they're, they're like, like, I imagine was going to writers and be like, so, uh, my my friend who's not me, he's clearly not in the mob, not me. 
thinks that there might be a mole yeah. in the writing, the writing team? Asking for a friend. I'm asking for a friend. What's his name? Tell me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so another another thing I, I found out was Dr. Melfi is based on David Chase's real life therapist. So David Chase is the guy that David Chase is the guy that created the show, the producer, whatever. Right. Um, also, um, the Polly uh, uh, Polly Walnuts, his his whole storyline and a lot of like his little side stories were taken from his actual life because he was. I knew that. I yeah, knew that. he he's, was. A, he's told that before. He was a criminal before the show started, so he has. Yeah. He's been arrested up well up until the point the show started. I don't know about now. But up to the point the show the show started, he had been arrested twenty eight times already. He's literally like the Italian version of uh, Danny Trejo. <laughs> so the um, the uh, the thing that I read said that his um, I don't know what you call it. His rap sheet is longer than his movie than his acting credits because he's been arrested. Wow. He's been arrested twenty eight times, but he only has twenty six acting credits. <laughs> so Holy goddamn smokes. funny. And then. Uh, uh, the last, the last kind of interesting fact I wanted to bring up was the fact that uh, this is the first cable television show ever to win an Emmy award for an outstanding drama series. Really? No kidding. Yeah, actually, no. That's cool. There was one more thing I, I marked down here that I knew about the finale, but I didn't know about every episode or about every season. But yeah. um, David Chase shot multiple uh, scenes, like in different ways like he would write a bunch of scripts oh, okay. he would write a bunch of different scripts for certain scenes and they would film all of them and yeah. then uh he didn't want people to like leak what was going on or he didn't want people to know how how it was going to turn out like even the actors so they would film a bunch of different shit and a bunch of scenes like four different ways and he would just pick one to use and oh then... okay so it was hodgepodge then. yeah okay. yeah yeah so but not for every scene obviously but for a lot of them so people right so like the big parts people wouldn't like go home and tell their wife like hey uh, so-and-so got killed this week like so anthony then... at one point said what no fucking manicotti what? <laughs> maybe what no, <laughs> what, no fucking paper? oh that was one thing like, no fucking ilios what, <laughs> <laughs> what? no ilios <laughs> at some point uh carmella comes in like i got your favorite primavera and metal's just like just Fuck fucking you. ignores it yep walks right by oh man <sighs> such disgust in tony's voice at some point where he's talking to melfi about his mom he's like but my father was alive <laughs> like he's so angry <laughs> oh man well that's it that's uh that's the episode man yeah man uh that's it for episode one um I want to, before we get out of here, I want to throw yeah. out some plugs. I keep hitting this stupid button. Damn also, for those interested, that is a picture of my dead cat back there that was illustrated by, like, a um, a freelancer in Australia that my wife got, uh, that my sister-in-law got done for my wife. Uh, that cat's name was Leonidas and was uh, a pain in the ass to me, but love my wife. So, awesome. So you'll see it every week like this. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> You know, I only have my camera like this because you can see my record player a little bit, and I thought Joe's room looked a lot cooler than mine. <laughs> oh, so, I hear you. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but so, you, you can see like the kids, the kids' books right here, and like there's the adult book, but there's a minion right here. So I want. Hey, I have a a uh, mentally handicapped turtle right there from World of Warcraft. Oh, word. Yeah. So <laughs> I also have a big Sopranos poster right up there, but you can't see it. So anyway, oh, all right. So I want to. Uh, no, 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 he gave me a Godfather poster, which Godfather you can poster. see right, uh, right there. Oh, that, okay, there you go. That's it, right there. Cool, nice. So, anyway, um, I just want to do some plugs before we get out of here. Absolutely. Um, first of all, uh, quick news about this podcast. Uh, the Sopranos. If those most people that don't know about it, the Sopranos convention is coming up. It's the first one ever. Oh it's, yeah. It's, it's they're doing it this year because of the 20 year anniversary of the show. Uh, it's so if you go to SopranosCon.com, uh, myself and Chris will be there. Uh, I'll, we'll be there at least Saturday. I don't know about Sunday yet, but we'll yeah. be there. We'll be there Saturday. And we actually, and I was given the okay to talk about this tonight because I I, I had, oh, very I had cool. to ask first because yeah. the because the guest the first guest we have lined up. Uh, they didn't want me to say anything last week, even though, but I mistakenly right. let it slip on my show this past Monday. So, <laughs> so we have, we have, a, we have cast members set up to do interviews for this podcast that we're going to do. Yeah, it's going to be super cool, uh, man. Yeah, we're going to do at the convention, uh, 
um, him and I and my fiance who will, will be my wife at the time, or by that time, I should say, uh, we're able to go in early. We've got press passes and stuff. So we're able to go in early before it starts to interview anybody that we want. So, right. um, we're going to be interviewing a bunch of people and the, I can only really reveal one of them right now. Um, right. so the first one that we're interviewing, we've already talked to her. We've already gotten, um, permission. I, I spoke to her a couple times this week is, uh, Maureen Van Zant, married to Steven Van Zant, who played Silvio and she played his wife in the series and it's his wife in real life. She played Gabby. Oh, Gabby. I didn't know she was the wife in real life. So that's cool. Yeah. So I will, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So you can I get all, your... all of my Bruce Springsteen. I was just going to say, you can get all your Springsteen questions out too. I'll, I'll, I'll tell one. I'll be like. Hey, remember that time where you guys played the Born to Run? Well, she that, didn't. Well, she didn't play it. He, that, was, he did. that was fun, right? <laughs> well, she didn't play it. He did. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be there. He, he hasn't been announced yet. Um, but anyway, so that'd be, so, only, that'd be the only Mark picture I would get, to be perfectly honest. And so, I'd, be, I'd be so proud. So she's the first one. Um, <laughs> she's the first one that we're allowed to reveal, at least. There's a couple others lined up we can't mention yet because. Can I, uh... Can I tell you about who just got added to the Sopranos God? Oh, uh, some chick. I forget who, right? Or no? No, fucking Junior. When? Dude, I'm looking at it right now. Attending castmate, Dominic Chianis. Uh, Corrado Junior Soprano. When, is it, when was that posted? I, I'm looking at it right now. No, no, I know, but when was it posted? Is there a time? Oh, I have no idea. Where's, wait, where are you seeing that at? SopranosCon.com. Oh, I wonder if that's... That might be breaking news, then. I didn't know about that. Oh wait, we're breaking it right here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that was already uh, mentioned. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. The, Dude, the one there's... they announced one today was uh, remember when Tony went to Italy and he met the the boss in the wheelchair and yes. and his daughter, the woman she took over because he was in the wheelchair, or whatever. Yes. Uh, she's gonna be there, Sophia Milos or Milos, whatever. They announced her today, right. just a couple hours ago, actually. So she's gonna be there too. Um, uh, yeah, so, Tony Sirico is going to be there. Vincent Pastor is going to be there. Johnny Sack is going to be there. Vincent uh, Curiel, I, uh, sure, I was doing really good. Curiel, yeah, that's who I want. I want the the only Sack. one I've been told might be an issue with about interviewing is Paulie Walnuts because physically he's healthy. He's not. In, oh, yeah. He's not in uh, really good shape right now. Right. Uh, so he doesn't want to. He doesn't talk all that well, so he may not be able to talk much. No. Um, even um, even Junior, even Dominic, you know. Um, he, I, when he was on the, uh, Sopranos, um, yes, I'll get, I'll get that. When he was on the, um, when he was on the, the, it was NBC did it, it was like the reunion. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, he was, Dude, uh, he, he was, was like, like, he was like sharp as a tack on that. I mean, he knew like everything. He sounded good. Like he looked good. And then oh, yeah. Tony Sirico looked like he was like forgetting stuff. And like, like Van Zant would lean over and like remind him, remember when this happened? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 Like that was sad to watch, dude. Right. But uh, so anyway, so SopranosCon.com, we'll we'll be there. Uh, we're, like I said, we're in with press passes. We're doing a bunch of interviews. So even though it's August right now, we still have three months before that happens. So we uh, <laughs> we'll we'll be well into the podcast uh, process by then. So yes, those are going to go up uh, shortly after we get them, I guess. So any days where I figure like maybe we have a, a show or or we have a night where one of us can't do it, we'll just play that. Um, whatever. Yeah, we'll figure be, it out, but we're going to do an, we're going to record it, obviously audio. And then I'm going to, um, use probably my GoPro so we can do video as well. I mean, it's thanks like, for everybody, uh, by the way, for uh, sticking with us. There's a lot of people right now that I'm seeing that, that that's viewing. Um, so yeah, this is uh super cool, man. Yeah, man. So, uh, so you can follow, follow me, uh, at Joey Image TV on Twitter, uh, follow the show. The show Twitter is at Sopranopedia. Um, you can email us at sopranopedia.gmail.com for whatever thoughts, comments, hate mail, questions, I don't know, whatever you want, anything, requests, I don't know. Uh, right. And then once you plug your shit, man, where can people find you? Uh, you just find me at Chris Fat Ref on, um, on Instagram and on uh, Twitter, obviously. Are you That's ever going to change that? I don't know. I like the disparaging part of it. I, I, like, I like the idea of That's it. That's what I don't like, like about it because like, I love you and I feel like – Hey, I'm just a fat ref. I'm like, oh, I, I hope that at some point I'm not fat anymore, and then it can be very <laughs> interesting. So, um, but that's it, man. Like, um, I do some, I do some podcasts, but I, I try to do. Uh, I was way into doing this podcast with my daughter, who's four years old. But like a four year old, she gets interested in something, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, not anymore." Uh, so, <laughs> I'm trying to do another show with me and my four year old daughter, where we just talk about nothing. But um, if any kind of things change happens, uh, I'll put it on here.
All right, man. So thanks everyone for watching and hanging out. Um, I think we peaked at like 11 or 12 viewers. So, uh, Very cool. and again, there were some that weren't signed in, so I don't even know who was who, but thanks everyone yeah. for hanging out and, uh, I appreciate it. And, uh, we'll probably be on for another couple of minutes after we actually end the podcast portion. So thanks y'all for hanging out and check us out on your every podcast thing, you know, wherever you find us thing. Yeah, and just, uh, just remember, every day is a good day being alive. So. Oh, yeah. Also, we're on every Wednesday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. I fr- we should probably say that to people. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah if, you, get if, it. Get it. if you follow the uh, at Sopranopedia on Twitter, that's where all the updates are going to be and the news about the guests we have coming up and the stuff we're doing at the convention. Um, I tried to get us a table to do a live podcast at the convention, but... I couldn't afford the money to actually get because it. it would be. <laughs> if you guys don't see on the Twitch, there's a wedding funds and tips thing. So. Oh yeah, uh, they, they they don't well they don't see that on this uh, on this screen. It's only on other uh, it's on other backgrounds I have. Oh uh, okay okay. But uh, anyway, so, thank you all for hanging out. That's it for me, and uh, I don't know. We will talk to you next week at 10:30 p.m. on Wednesday. All right, take care, everybody.